think we found it. It's in an ancient language. There aren't many who speak it anymore. Can you translate it? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, juggalos, juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike and... Shmeev. Whoa. Whoa. This is what we can sound like when we get this properly set up. (laughs) Right. Um... So uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna immediately break the fourth wall and uh, let you know that we are not recording in the same uh, in the same room for the no, first time. No, we are practicing our social distancing. Yes, um, and uh, as this such, might come uh, out like after. I mean, I mean, it's going to be going on for months and months. But after the major need it. for it, uh, right. Is over because this is again going to be out in two more than two weeks. <laughs> yeah, this one's this is coming out in a month or so. Um. But uh, yeah, uh, Shmeev was uh, kind enough to let me borrow uh, the mic that we normally use. Um, Fully and sanitized. And I have it set up on my uh, shitty laptop, and we are just going to try and record. And this is going to put more work on his shoulders. But it ain't that we're going to we're going to we're going to try. We're going to see how this works. Yeah. Um, couple things to uh, to, to to go over. Um for potential uh, episodes and other things in the future. Ah. Um, Shmi, when's, when's the last time that you went through your drive-thru? Your, 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 local, your local eating establishment that provides a drive-thru service? Uh, not that long. It was like a couple days. Yeah, right. Picked up some uh, Arby's. Oh, you actually got it? Yeah. You actually got your food? Yes, because the last time I went, I waited. I went. I went there, and I was like, "Hey, I want a large order of fries." And they were like, "We don't have any fries." And I was like, "Oh, they must be out." And and then I was like, "All right, well, the 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 burger thing." And the guy's like, "Nah." He's like, "I was like, why?" And you're like, "There's no meat." I'm like, "What?" I saw you. That's what you were posting about before. And and then and then I was like, and then I was like, well. I don't like salads, but let me order one of those. Well, and they're like, you have to grow yourself one. And I was like, what the hell? What do you even possibly have? And he's like, we got the dog beats. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I just got a copy of dog beats on eBay. (laughs) Um, It is. I haven't gotten it delivered yet, but I will receive it. And. I forgot about that. <laughs> that, as well as one other album that is from the past that we did not talk about. If you're okay with us breaking, um, breaking the, uh, the 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 timeline to go ahead and do those, just to take a look at the glorious past of ICP. They're gonna crucify the past, us. The super past past. Um, let us know. We might do those uh, as as back to back episodes, um, just to kind of break in the, the 2000s. But I just thought it would be kind of funny. Um, and just the fact that I managed to find a copy of Dog Beats, uh, for a fairly reasonable price was 
pretty, pretty cool. Um, so that's one thing out of the way. Two, who remembers last year when ICP sold a bunch of copies of Brother by Violent oh J? Oh my god. <laughs> so, some of y'all might know that Shaggy Tudo also had a solo EP exclusively for his VIP uh, 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 buyers. And not a lot of people got the EP. Um, I know there was a lot of people that were like, yeah, we'll mail it to you or something. I have no idea if a lot of the people got them, but they're doing the same thing. They're releasing a thousand copies of Gloomy Sunday tomorrow. As Mike is buying all thousand. All thousand. No. Um, but they are doing the same thing that they did last year with Brother, where if you bought uh, five copies, you you had a one in five chance of getting something added to it. Or if you bought five, you were guaranteed one of them. Uh, last year, it was the Steve Meets Abu CD. This is a DVD with unused skits and sketches from the new Shaggy show, which if you don't follow Shaggy on Instagram, you're missing out because he is fucking hilarious. Um, but I've already stated online, they didn't say what time they go on sale, which is a bit annoying. <laughs> um, <laughs> because at least last time they were like, it's, it's at like one o'clock or two o'clock or whatever the hell. And I snuck my phone under me while I was training at work and <laughs> then ordered the copies then, but I'm working from home now. So <laughs> I'm still trying to do it. Uh, I've already had two people ask me, hey, sneak your phone in at home. If you, <laughs> hey, if you get a copy can, uh, and I don't, can uh, can you hold one for me? And I'm like, yeah. Now, I will keep one of these for myself if I get the DVD, which I will if I get five of these. Uh, I will keep that as well. I will, however, I've considered this. I will put one of the copies aside as a potential giveaway. So, nice. Uh, I I will let y'all know on the socials um, if I do get five of them to which one of them could be set aside and we will uh, find a way to do a giveaway for that. On the subject of another giveaway. Oh, uh, yes. We have gotten confirmation that the Twisted Haunted Hions Kickstarters are finally being shipped out. Yes. Um... If you went onto my personal uh, Instagram or Twitter, uh, I posted a picture of me in the comic because I pledged way too much for it. <laughs> um, because I got to finally read the um, the PDF version of it. It's a super cool comic. I enjoyed it a lot. But we uh, we had another. Uh, I asked I asked me if you go on his account and and pledge for one of the exclusive Kickstarter hardcover editions. I did it, and 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 we're 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 gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a giveaway for that as well. That one's probably gonna be a more difficult giveaway just because this was like, I don't know. It's we'll, like a big we'll hard figure that out. Book and it's gonna be like a whole fucking thing. Yeah. So this is gonna be. Uh, just keep an eye out. Um, that'll. I, I I think the idea that I want to go with that is a trivia, a trivia thing. I don't know. We'll have to think of some questions. I can dig that, but. But we'll uh, we'll obviously give you info on the um, 
on the details on the various socials. If anything, we probably already have done that at this point, just because we want to make yeah. sure that we don't just like have this holding around. Because I know whenever I did the one for Fearless Fred Fury, I think that was like two months or so after the actual albums came out. So yeah. a lot of people might have already had it. So we'll see. Um, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. But um, that's neither here nor there. What is here today? What's here? At this very moment. What are we talking about today, man? Uh, we are talking about the Green Book, released in 2018. Um, that I is, believe it won an Oscar. That is. Did it win an Oscar? Was it? It was nominated. Did it win? I like that I can still stare at you because we have a video call going. Anyways, this is the Green Book by Twisted. Uh, this was originally released in 2003. And got a uh, nationwide re-release in, I believe it was 2016, for Magic Ninja Entertainment. Uh, which is a big deal, because there's a lot of people who uh, have missed out on this album. It went out of print, I believe, more than once. And um, a lot of people consider this to be one of Twisted's best albums. Um, it's certainly a, a turn into a more personal direction, um, which I'm sure a lot of people appreciated. We also have them um, really, I don't want to say piggybacking, but continuing on um, the production style that was set by uh, Fritz the Cat mm -hmm. um, in the Mirror Mirror EP, that uh, it, it becomes very staple for Twisted from, from this point on. Mm -hmm. However, there is some uh, additional production by some various peoples on here. For sure. That we will, that we we will cover. We can definitely identify. <laughs> That, that we will definitely uh, we'll, we'll cover as we as we get on to it. Um, this is a long album. <laughs> it's hey, you know it's long in track listing. It's not quite as long as I expected it to be with that, and it doesn't feel like an extremely long listen to me. Right, it, it is. It is very track heavy. This is twenty tracks. Oh yeah, it is. It is. It is a hefty chunk. But most songs, with the exception of I think like two, um, are are pretty uh they're pretty easy to digest um but we'll come we'll come across those as we go yeah i but, can confirm by the way that the green book was in fact a 2018 movie that won best picture oh i have no idea what that is uh it's so. a movie that teaches <laughs> us all that racism is in fact bad wait what yeah you don't want to do a racism it's crash for 2018 Oh, Crash is bomb. I love Crash. <laughs> I guess that's a word you can use to describe that fucking travesty. I love Crash. Oh, Crash is such a good movie. How can you let say anything bad about Crash? That's true. You do you do get to watch Sandra Bullock fall down the stairs. stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how she learned that racism was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I love Crash. I'm sorry. I really like that movie. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but you know what? Let's is it let's, is let's, it time for us to get into this? I mean, there's one thing I we got to do first. There is one thing we got to do first. We need uh, that, as we do in every episode before in we every start. episode. Except maybe the first one. Did I crack something open for it? Oh, we totally did. I cracked open I a giant eagle uh, seltzer. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> but now we are cracking open our Fagos, yes. as per usual. What do you got over there, Mike? I found at the local Foodland, which is Foodland. funny enough one of the 
Well, it's one of the few places that still has, uh, like, meat. Foodland <laughs> is dead. No. There's a foodland? Yeah, like, 15 minutes north. There's a foodland. My friend works there. Because she let me know that they still had chicken. <laughs> How is there still a foodland? Oh my god. There's a shop yes. and save, but where's... And and be dog. What the N-N-B. fuck? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> this blew my fucking mind. Unless I got it wrong and it is shop and save, but I'm pretty sure no, it's foodland. I mean, because like the last foodland I remember, uh, it's that empty fucking parking lot that hasn't been turned into anything for forever. At, right. Uh, at the one entrance to Ambridge, it's demolished <laughs> and has not oh, man. never been built into anything else. New, I thought they were uh, all dead. No, I'm pretty sure that's still a foodland. I'll I'll feel silly if it's wrong. Anyways, we went there a couple days ago because they're like one of the few places that still had uh, like chicken breast and my dog has been sick so she has to have chicken breast. Right, right. And I got me a two liter of black cherry and I've not had black cherry in so long so I was super excited for this. Nice. Yes. And you, my friend. Well, I have myself some quarantine fago which is to say <laughs> a can of sprite <laughs> because i'm not going out for anything right now unless i really have to and unfortunately very few places sell fago near me <laughs> except for you know places that are typically very packed and right. just don't sell it in very convenient ways <laughs> right right so i'm gonna crack so... open this can of quote-unquote twist twist <laughs> and i'm drinking it straight from the two liter because i'm the only motherfucker who drinks it here delicious oh holy shit it's been so long since i've had black cherry that is a refreshing drink it's so damn good holy shit all right man let's get into it Dive right in. First track, Green Book. Legend has it that it was. Hey, cool. It's an intro. <laughs> I'm shocked, honestly. I didn't, didn't I know, see it coming. It's, it's just spoken word. <laughs> um, we get Madrox uh, talking with some modulation over his voice. Yes, yes. Uh, describing this, this book, which yeah. in the original uh, booklet for it, uh, it has what looks to be like a library card. Oh, shove that in there. That's but what's fancy. interesting is, what's interesting is it shows Paul Metric, which is monoxide. Return date July fourteenth, nineteen seventy three. Jamie S. November fifth, nineteen seventy five. So this was returned. I think that might have been when they were born, but I could be wrong, or maybe not. I have no idea. But then Joseph Bruce, June 24th, 1998. Ain't nobody touched that thing until, <laughs> like, 20-something <laughs> years later. <laughs> I'm, I'm so confused. Yeah. Was June 24th, 1998, was that when they released Most Tasteless? Because that would be kind of cool if that, yeah. was, if that was the case. Like, oh, I discovered Twisted and this green book. <laughs> Perhaps. By the way, look at this. There's the booklet right there. Aww. Okay. Look at that. Aww. That's adorable. This is why I haven't gotten it signed, because I can't think of a good way to get it done. Yeah. I used to have a uh, 
I used to have a couple books like that. Did you, did you ever have like some of those? Like they were like really old, like educational books. That oh had, yeah. They were all like every page was one of those overlay things. Yeah, it'd be like you'd see like an animal, and then like you'd flip it, and it's like the skeleton or something like that. Yeah, I had like one that was all about frogs. I had a fucking human body one. That one was creepy uh, as hell. Dope. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. But, but um, yeah. so, one thing I should say uh, in the booklet for this uh, for the album, there are. Uh, it looks like kind of descriptions for Twisted songs. Um, oh. Not necessarily lyrics. Like, there, there's just a bunch of... I, I'm sure you're seeing it, like, backwards. But it's just a bunch of, like, small descriptions for the tracks. But it's not even all tracks that are from Green Book. It also has stuff that's from, like, their older records. I don't know why. It's just very, very weird. Also, fun um, fact, uh, while you are probably seeing yours reversed, it actually transmits properly to me. Oh, great. It's really nice. Good to know. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's kind of weird that they didn't give any more, like, like just lyrics or anything about this, uh, the record in general on this. My oh, copy yes, of it, on the other hand, has a very large poster in it. Right. And by right, very I large, looked, I mean nine squares. Yeah, I looked at I looked at that last night, um, and the one actually is the um, the cover for the single of Frankenstein, oh. uh, which is kind of cool. So nice. we'll get there. Um, so yeah, this this is a just honest like run of the mill intro. It's it there's is. nothing like uh, it's special the same as, or it's the same as whenever like ICP. It reminds me of freak it. shows. Yeah, and like I mean, freak it's, shows kind of like that. It, this is the weird one though, because like freak shows and the other ones, uh, all <laughs> were just kind of they were intros that you could just kind of slap at the beginning of any twisted thing. Uh-huh. Uh, this one almost sounds like it's trying to create a mythology of some sort, like it's, it's, like tri- trying, it's trying to do a, to do a Joker's card thing, and uh, it kind of holds up to exactly how the Joker's cards are all handled, where they make an intro that says a thing about something, and then they just have a bunch of songs that <laughs> may or may not have anything to do with it. Just just a light reference here like, and there. Yeah, every, every couple of songs, they'll be like, by the way, the book. <laughs> oh, yes. The Great Malenko. <laughs> Actually, that's a lie. The Great Malenko has a lot of references to Malenko in it. It does, it does. That, so that, that one holds up. So, so that one's... That one's honestly... <laughs> Honestly, like Joker cards four, five, and six do a lot to reference the characters that they're talking yeah, about. But like the Ringmaster was just like, I'm driving in my car. Also, the Ringmaster's here. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not wrong. But uh, yeah, nothing Stumped else to, to say about local the intro. corner store. I saw the Ringmaster working there. Got a new job. Well, He's doing that's all right. Just, that's just weird. <laughs> You'd think that he should like he shouldn't even have a living. new job. He should. He shouldn't even need a new job. Like he should just have like like you know tenure and whatnot. I don't Running think the Dark Carnival. I, I don't think the circus has a pension. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. <laughs> All right, so then. up Let's next, get moving. Track two on the other on end. the other end. Put me on public display and showcase, so there's an equal opportunity for everyone to hate me. 
I know you think it's a lie and it's a scam Fuck the music, fuck the time and fuck who I am From where I stand, we digest shit like flies on trash cans Overseers of the East with five winning pentagrams Time to open your mind up Possessed by the rhymes, eventually how they wind up Damaged innocence isn't a friend So it's hard to overlook and pretend where it all started Half-hearted and semi-skilled still today Unfuckwinnable and unreal Unbearable and unheard Unheard on more levels than just words Subtract us and rob us of our confidence But obstacles and movie traps are hateration nonsense Now what the other man you this might propose? It's a problem to a man whose mind is far gone Hate on the other side of the speaker's point It's a nation that don't give a fuck So that's on the other end. This is on the other end. Um, we had that uh, that chorus, but there is also kind of like a, a different kind of bridge towards the end, which is kind of a call and response. Um, I like that one, that part a lot. Um, this is definitely a, a short and sweet uh, opening track. Oh, yeah. And it's got good bounce to it. It does. But... It really does. There's an interesting thing going on with it, though, because the... Like the chord progression that they have playing over this, mm-hmm. um, it's very strange for an opener to one of their albums to sound like that. Like it's a very like I don't, I don't know. It's a, it's it's not it's not quite like the it doesn't have like the creepy tone to it. It sounds like it it's almost gonna be that, and then it's like no, you're just playing like a like a positive rock jam over yeah. this fucking <laughs> yeah like horror core especially rap. and especially with how the um the, the the again that like bridge that i mentioned or whatever mm-hmm. they could have easily fleshed this out to be a longer track and had it been like one of the big ending type songs oh, for sure. like it depending on how like that they were theming this because again we mentioned this this tends to be a, more of a personal album um, and there are some, well, I want to say darker elements. It's more based in the sense of reality and not like supernatural type stuff or dealing with that. like demons. Not all of it. A lot of it <laughs> okay. is more like grounded. They're, they're talking about themselves a lot in this. And yes. The things but what I'm saying is, is most of it is grounded in what they like it is more realistic, I think. Yeah. I mean, this and, one they're talking about like. In, in some areas being big enough to have, like started seeing posers and stuff around apparently right and and you know, people asking basically the, their fans like are you actually here for us or are you just you just listening to it because you you think it sounds good or are you like you right. listening do you identify with this like what up? And I guess I guess right now this is a good part to to just bring up um the issues that were surrounding this album. Okay. Because so, there's there's a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> th- there is. And I, I so, know none of it. Okay. So, at this point, if you remember um, last um, last episode where uh, we talked about the, um, the Monoxide uh, interview that he did. Yes. Where there were people thinking that, you know, Twisted was dissing ICP right, in right. the song Through Your Eyes and things like that. It looked like there was actually a, a bit of tension um, between Twisted and the rest of Psychopathic. It and certainly seems like that in, 
uh, whenever as we go along, there were some songs that uh, I saw some speculation here and there of people saying like this. This may have been directed at some people. Yes. Now, apparently, this was whenever they were also trying to start Magic Records. Okay. Now, Magic Records, whether that was them trying to do things completely on their own or it be a subsidiary of Psychopathic Records, I don't know. I'm sure somebody will let me know. I tried doing as much research on uh, Twisted History's Instagram uh, <laughs> as I could. I did a lot of it last night. I legit looked up because he had track-by-track descriptions oh, of everything for this one. Um, so, as always, shout out to Twisted History. If you don't follow him on Instagram, don't go ahead and do it. Um, anyways... Yeah, this was kind of like a, uh, like this album kind of was like the, as I understand it, kind of the big success of it. Because this was a big success, yeah. This is one of their, I don't know about like success as in like records sold or whatever, but it's definitely one that, again, most Juggalos will gravitate towards. Okay. Um, I know people that, you know, prefer this over Freak Show or Most Tasteless, which are some of the, the much higher rated ones as well. So... The fact is, is they were working with uh, someone named uh, Tom Dub, who had been working with Psychopathic for a while and behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, he has a small cameo in Big Money Hustles at the end. But Tom Dub, I guess, was trying to get Twisted to break apart um, uh. from Psychopathic and start Magic Records. And for whatever reason, that fell through. Hmm. Um Apparently, Tom Dub has since released a book uh, detailing his time at Psychopathic. I have not read it. Apparently, it is very, very crap. <laughs> like, he should have had an editor. Um, but um, through the end of it, we see Twisted releasing probably one of their strongest records to date. And also, by the end, becoming Dawns of Psychopathic. Uh, what that means uh, for, for the ones who don't know is psychopathic records generally, I don't know if they still do, but they operated on the similar, um, I want to say kind of like a ranking system, similar yeah. to how like death row ran and things like that. Um, where, you know, employees started off like at the bottom. Like I, I think it was in, uh, behind the paint where violent J said, like, you know, all employees, you start off and you get a silver hatchet man charm. You work through things, you put in your time or whatever, you get a gold charm and you're like the next one up. It's like, mm. I think they literally use like ninja is one of the things. But the highest level at Psychopathic was Dawn, um, which was like Diamond Encrusted Hatchet Man or whatever. <laughs> um, oh <laughs> at that point, it was only like J, Shaggy, Double A, Jump Steady. And I don't know who else. There might have been at least one other person. But Twisted became Dawn's after that. And that basically gave them as much control as they could have over their own stuff and, you know, over the touring and whatnot. But um, apparently the touring for this album was, um, was very, very interesting as well. Uh, Blaze served as their tour manager, um, which I think was the first time that he had done that. And this was also at a time where Blaze was not technically rapping. He was supposed to be retired at this point. <laughs> uh, don't, again, I cannot find anything saying as to why he retired, when he retired, or whatever. But 
let's just say the Green Book was a very, very weird era. For sure. And there's only so much that I have been able to find to lock down. Again, uh, as always, if you have that info, please let us know so that we can be better informed. So to to kind of put into perspective uh, how this album did in general, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't have any numbers for it really, uh, but it did in 2003, peaked at 52 on the Billboard 200. Okay. Number two on top independent albums. Two on top independent is pretty respectable this hit pretty fucking big um yeah as i was saying like this this one landing the way that it did uh apparently did a lot for them yeah Yeah, (laughs) Uh, according to wikipedia but you know wikipedia because i this is where i'm just looking at this from uh apparently they did actually in fact leave and create magic records according to this that's the thing and then it it went under and yeah, they returned to it and recorded this. Yeah, I, I have no idea because I see nothing that says that they officially left Psychopathic. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if there's like any like citations on that. But yeah, it's just it's really nope. weird because <laughs> it, it doesn't seem like they ever officially left the label and then came back to Psychopathic. I mean, it, it just does, seems like it they does were say on they returned straight. seamlessly like they never left. So. Right. So well, maybe that's just it. But I it's guess. not cited, so. We can't. We can't tell. We don't know. Yeah, We'd have to ask it, them. Exactly, Jamie. Also, monoxide. Also, come 2003. What, what what happened in 2003? They went on Warp Tour. Oh yeah, that. And it went really bad. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I know that there was a thing. At least one of the tours. It might have been Corpus Christi or something like that. It was one of the tours where like they were getting pelted with change and allegedly Snapple bottles filled with urine and at one point uh i think jamie jumped into the crowd and punched somebody because people were not digging it right just a just not a great time thankfully 15 years later when they went on warp tour uh it was much better for them Hmm. i know i was there crowd was digging it (laughs) all right yeah Let's get, let's get moving on this. Hey, look, we got a lot to cover here. <laughs> this is this is a track three, white trash. White trash with tattoos. Karate chopping motherfuckers like Lord of the Rings. I make the dragon breathe. It won't stop until my heartbeat expires, and then I keep it going till the underground retires. We keep it darker than a vampire. With your body in my trunks, with my bumps and my spare tire. M A N O X I D E. Disaster strikes and looks just like me I'm like James substance and I'm abused by most I'm a plague that'll wipe out most of the East Coast Angel, come with me, run with me Try to escape, we love, not hate, now can you relate? Burning me inside, with the pain I never know I can't explain why the rain don't change, it keeps flowing I'm a light, you're right, you're right Rockin' again, a little bit frightening and odd But I never forget, because you know what you're doing Or see it all knowing, James White trash with tattoos. We're just we're just continuing with this like bouncy vibe. It's a bumping track. It is a damn bumping track. This this honestly okay. So this has a lot of like okay. Who is that on the on the hook? Is that them? Just them? It's not just them. Because it sounds like there's some blaze in there. It sounds like some blaze. Blaze Blaze got that voice. This song is blaze as fuck. This song is incredibly blaze. 
Like, <laughs> Blaze has... And it's just the... It could be all doing, all seeing, all knowing. That's the only yeah. line that Blaze does. But fuck, man. Blaze just has such a good voice. Like, he does. It's, he it's does. like that, like, deep, like, throaty voice mm-hmm. that, holy shit, man, it still to this day makes me wonder, Jay, why didn't you let Twisted be <laughs> a th- a, just a three-man group, ISI... That's my dog in the background. Shake, shake. Oh. Sorry if you could hear that. If you couldn't hear it, my dog was shaking. Anyways, it's, uh, it's all good. Everybody loves dogs. <laughs> Not really, but but, uh, but yeah. Um, it's said that that's like one of the things that like jumps out to me more. Um, the uh, there is a remix to this, and we'll come to it in the future. Um, that they shorten, which is kind of dumb. Yeah, but well, like, this is also one of the ones that I'm just like, man, this this instrumental is just fun. It is. It's like, really good. It, it's also, it's kind of weird. We get these two tracks back to back, bouncy, higher energy, that just is a stark contrast to what that intro was. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's almost sure. <laughs> like, like the sequencing was just not right. Nah. And like, when we get to the next track, like it, it definitely changes pace, but it Never is just that. really, really weird that we had these two tracks back to back. Again, great tracks. They're um, good. There I, is a line, though, and I don't have the exact line up here, but oh no. Monoxide has a line talking about being a plague that's going to wipe out most of the East Coast. Oh. And I'm just like, this is too real right now. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? It's nothing like that. He's just talking about the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, they uh, you know, they're doing Anyways. that whole thing, talking about how like basically embracing the way that other people see them. <laughs> and yeah. Just being like, yeah, it's me, fuck you. <laughs> what yeah. do you want? We, which to be completely honest, that is a very ICP thing to do. <laughs> I mean, it's that, it's also them like that was what Freak Show was about. Yeah. Like it's it's just the fact that we're this is an album where we come to see more when I say maturity, I don't mean like, oh, they're more adult now. Like, no, oh, no. this is them, like, actually growing into their own thing. Yeah. Like, really actually being, having their own identity. And, you know, they... <laughs> What's... How do, how do I want to... How do I want to continue this, this train of thought that I don't have now? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> like... They're able to actually say what they stand for and not have it be like an offshoot of what ICP is doing. Yeah. Like in the very beginning, everybody's going to just assume like, oh, it's ICP's, you know, kid brothers trying to do the rappies right. and whatnot. <laughs> um, but no, like not this like a group is... that was doing their own thing independent of ICP for years. <laughs> right, right like disregard that completely um but this is definitely a turning point and oh yeah they're, while they're, we they're still able have... to, to go their own way more and own the but, stuff that they're doing right and it's just but it's interesting whenever we've had those same songs on you know most tasteless on freak show on some of the cryptic collections and all that stuff like the song and a damn thing changed from cryptic collection one which was just like yeah we're still doing the same thing we've always been doing 
but now it's just like it has more weight to it yeah. for some reason. It's just because of the time that has been spent, you know, doing their doing their thing. So yeah. I don't know. Monoxide is still talking about that X on his forehead, still doing the Manson family shit. <laughs> I can't separate oh, it. I'm sorry. God. Every time he talks about it, all I can think of is just that. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Track move number on. four. It's always part of me. No. <laughs> Track number four. This I'm is afraid, afraid of me. I'm so Nothing you can do to me lately Now I'm greatly accepted in the mind So I'm confused and intertwined from being rejected So many times I want to leave it all behind So kind of you to pick up the album and give it a try for once And run and tell your homies that these motherfuckers would die for us So many questions, fingers pointing for answers Suggesting that I'm the cancer that lingers inside the pasture with green grass Hooks in my neck in situations that's too fast to think about And most people can't dream about A hundred million miles in every single second And every time you hit a and I want you to feel me on every sentence Reminisce from descendants of past treasures We'll embark on a journey that'll stay alive forever That's how it's laying over on my side of the fence Regardless of the circumstances or the consequence I'm so and you're never gonna see I'm So, immediate tone shift For sure Uh, this is by far one of Twisted's most popular songs. I can see that. Um, yeah. It is always rated. Uh, it's generally in like top five if you look on like iTunes downloads and, and whatnot. It might have changed in recent years, but for a very long time, it's been very high up there. It makes sense. Always, always a big track at concerts. Yep. Always. Um, but this is a very like real song for them. Very it's also personal. the only. Uh, it's also the only song on this album that has a music video. Oh. Um, and it is a mostly like animated style. It's very, very interesting. Oh. We will talk about it one of these days. Okay. Um, but yeah, super emotional track. Yep. Um, Jamie's verse, uh, the, the, the one after the first chorus, um, or technically second chorus, I guess. Um, that hits me hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I relate to that shit. Oh yeah, um, but this uh, th- this is just a this is a big track. It's no uh, it's no secret why um, it, it was kind of a single, like an unofficial single for them. I don't think it like ever received radio play or anything like that. But um, yeah, it's just yeah. It's, there's a reason they picked it. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, it's a lot about like their own personal struggles with you know depression and such and. Uh, trying to kind of find a place in the world and feeling like other people don't see the world the way that you do. And uh, mm-hmm. Monoxide mentions in the very first verse, I believe, like now with like what they're doing and now that people, you know, people are coming out to see them at shows and stuff. And now he can see a bunch of people who kind of do see the world in the way that they do. 
and you know they're like making that kind of connection and it's like mm-hmm. that's a good thing to be able to fucking do right like there's a lot of people who in and i think later albums like twisted has definitely always um kept that uh theme of you know being emotional or having like that instability of like just being okay because not everybody is just okay and people will criticize for that but at the same time like can't always be happy nope and you can't always just have the songs you know from this group or whatever about you know serial killing or or all that (laughs) stuff like this is necessary for them as an artist for a number of fans you know that's the stuff that a lot of people you know will cling on to you know when they absolutely have nothing else yeah and you know uh fun fact and i didn't realize this this is actually produced by monoxide oh okay yeah, he, i did not know that until a decent just amount of stuff like, like he's he's been getting into the producing as we've gone on like you start yes. seeing him in a lot of credits for stuff there is some additional production by Fritz, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, this this track was done by Monoxa, and I did not know that. I actually really thought this was huh. just Fritz, but no, big big track. Um, God, I just I I love this song. It's very very hits hard. Yeah. So, anything else on this one? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Are you ready to move right. on? Let's go. Track, track five. number five. Wondering why. idea that you don't care much for this song is it too slow mike does it take too long to get into it it does take too long to get into it but is it also too slow i never understood this one 
I never got this one, to be honest. Okay. And I've heard this at shows, and I don't know why. <laughs> but I've never, I've never gotten this song. It just never resonated with me at all. You know, if this is your favorite song in the Green Book, I'm sorry. It's just how I feel. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's kind of whatever. Do you know who produced this? I mean, it sounds like it would have been a Fritz out of the people that I know, but... Uh... It's not. Is it Mikey Clark? I saw that he's on this. It is Mikey Clark. Interesting. The first thing that he worked on on Psychopathic Records since uh, Tales from the Lotus Pod. And it's kind of weird. Like, I almost think it doesn't sound like Mike Clark. The only thing that would The only thing that I would have said, okay, maybe that's a Mike Clark thing, is that guitar that shows up Mm -hmm. um, in in the middle of the verses. Because it just reminds me a little bit of some of the older stuff from, like, Ringmaster or whatever. Mm. But, yeah. I mean, I I like the beat on it. It's pretty good. Yeah, I, I I just don't like anything else on it. <laughs> th- there's, there's some good stuff in this in terms of, like, I like the production. I like their, like, I like Monoxide's, uh, like, the way that he's rapping in his verse is pretty cool mm-hmm. for the beginning of it. I can dig that. Um, that's, I don't know. It's I don't think it's good overall, but I think there's good stuff in it. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, it's one of the things where the elements are okay, but the... F- finished product leaves a little bit to be desired yeah and you know it's like conceptually it's like yeah you know you question like the abuse that the world dishes out to you and then you know you refusing to give up and change for it and all that stuff cool whatever i do want to note that uh monoxide uh cheating is not grounds for murder just want to throw that out there it is not contrary to what you may think in fact no well uh, i've done a little little review of shit. of of general law and also just morality as, <laughs> on, as an overall concept and i I've, I've come to the conclusion that no oh. no it really really isn't and shit, i gotta rethink my life <laughs> on the other hand we have jamie talking about some disses going on being dished at them what what he talk about, Mike? I don't know because I don't have the lyrics in front of me. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Sorry, I have to do fucking everything here. Clearly, everything. Yep. This is pretty much your show. I just genius show up. twisted green book. <laughs> oh, you act like genius is actually gonna. Have oh, it has, info lyrics. On it. it has lyrics. It has lyrics. I can at least look at just... like what's being mentioned. Here's a fun fact about uh, Genius while we're here. Uh, if you look at the Green Book album on Genius, uh, the track Green Book is not on it. It's not on there. It's its, its own separate track just floating there for some reason. Annoying. Uh, da, 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 da. They're all wonder, so wondering why. Yeah, I'm here. And there's a diss. As in he's throwing out a diss or he's answering okay, diss? Okay, so... Uh, his his last line, he says, they tell me I'm straight, then they diss me on tape. There's a website debate. Was it all a mistake? Uh, so Unless he's just saying, talking about like a general concept. Yeah, like... <laughs> of like just, you know, people... Somebody says that they're cool to their face, yeah. but then they'll they'll say on, uh, on track that, you know, fuck them. Uh, this is around the time... I could be wrong, but I think this is around the time where they were having 
a minor beef with uh, the Cottonmouth Kings. Ah, okay. Um, which we will talk a little bit more about in the future. Um, so maybe that's it, but I don't, I don't think that that's it, because I'm trying to think of a timeline for other stuff. But I don't know. I could You're be wrong. still talking shit on misery. <laughs> oh God, I don't think <laughs> so. I think matter? that was all done with. I think that was all done with by that point. So right. hopefully. Dear God. All right. Let's. You got anything else? I'm wondering why. Nope. All right, let's move it. on. Uh, up next, let's... we have. Call me. New messages. First new so. message. We have a fun little interlude here. It's a solid uh, prank. <laughs> I'm... Prank? It sounds like it's a prank. Well, I mean, I don't think that this is, like, real. I'm sure it's obviously scripted. But, no, I think that this is, like... It's obviously it's setting up the next track, but it, we have... It almost Jamie sounds Paul. like they were literally just going back, like... One of them was literally just fucking with the other one, pretending to miss calls. <laughs> No, I but think they could, they could, is, yeah, I could imagine it being yeah. something. But yeah, we, we basically have uh, Jamie, Paul, and and uh, Mr. One, Joseph Utzler, yep. um, calling, I'm assuming, a woman who might be hooking up with all of them at the same time, Possibly. but she is ignoring their calls. Because they were all supposed to hang out. They were supposed to go to the roller rink. Her and Shaggy. <laughs> See, I could just imagine this being them just calling each other because it's the shit that they do. <laughs> like, they're just going back and forth pretending like they missed each other's calls. <laughs> I just love that. I was supposed to go to the roller rink. And then Madrox is just pissed. This leads right into I'm the only one. I said I knew she was a freak by the way she walked And when I talked to her, it was like she never got caught to this day She swear to God it wasn't shit and that she straight up just tripped and fell upon a fat dick I know I've been around the block a few times So I really didn't mind that her mouth had some stretch lines She had me thinking I'm a straight up Mac When in fact I'm just another who can hit it from the back And attack her intestinal track And leave a puddle of spat down the middle of a pimple that's crack And smack, I had to give that bitch a black eye Cause the pussy just don't feel right I know why I thought I was the shit and had this all on lockdown Come to find out that my girl's just a cock hound I couldn't deal with it, I had to bail out quick Cause that bitch just loves some strange dick She said I'm the only one Is it wrong that I love this song? No, I mean, it's fine. It, uh, here, here's here, here's what I get. Uh, first, monoxide. <laughs> Cheating is not grounds for assault either. <laughs> <laughs> but I really like uh, Shaggy and Jamie's verses in this. <laughs> like they're both really fucking good. They're they're damn good. Like everybody here has has a solid verse. I I think the fact that. Shaggy Judo just comes out of nowhere and fucking kills it. Oh, he do. Love it. I fucking love <laughs> it. Um, especially at the very end, uh, 
when when uh, of Shaggy's verse where <laughs> yeah. it's it's shown that she hasn't uh, answered his call, so he tries calling her again, and uh, Monoxide is in the middle of having sexual relations with with his woman. See, that was why I uh, didn't oh. interpret the uh, skit one as that because. There ain't no fucking mentioned. <laughs> They're just talking well, about hanging yeah, out. You kidding me? Yeah, because 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 I think Monoxide was like, you know, I just want to know if we're going to do that thing later. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, it sounds like you're gonna get fun. a <laughs> This beat's fun. It is. Like that. Uh, the hook's good. Yeah, just so much of this track is really, really good. <laughs> like, I have no real complaints. Yeah, I mean, you know, the minor misogyny mm, aside, you know, minor. <laughs> it's there's less in this than we've had in some. Uh, We're a all lot the of way back to Carnival of Carnage. <laughs> <laughs> Monoxide oh, reached God. fucking back. <laughs> And then smacked her, apparently. <laughs> okay. Okay. Up next. Are you yeah, done? Yeah, I love that song. Are we good? Yeah, I, I just really like that song. <laughs> it's, it's a good so. jam. <laughs> All right, track number eight. Speculations. produced by monoxide oh okay and it also has a guest verse it does it really fucking does <laughs> so all right we're, we're, before we say that the general vibe that i got from this is that this is basically a diss to like internet trolls more or less yeah that, that's what i got well it's weird because um, like uh monoxide whenever i listen to it, it sounds like he's just doing a twisted like <laughs> 
doing a twist. <laughs> he's, just, he's just doing a twisted. He's just talking about like, you know, people say I'm fucked up, and then he goes on to just be like, yeah, I'm I'm crazy serial killer. I'm, and he's just going on. He, he's not really doing shit. He's not really like speaking on anything. Jamie sounds like he's he may be speaking of things that are actually said about him halfway. <laughs> um, which then leads us into the guest verse <laughs> by E40. E40. <laughs> so apparently, um, it was in uh, a copy of Murder Dog magazine. Um that Twisted were in, and I think they said something, they were asked, like, you know, who would you want to collaborate with? And uh, Twisted were like, they, they mentioned a couple people and said E-40. And E-40 saw it and was like, oh, that's cool. And apparently E-40's son was a big fan of Twisted and was oh. like, do a track with them. I like E-40. I, I think that he is a dope rapper. He is. And has... He has longevity. Sure, sure. But I don't think that his verse fits here. No. <laughs> I just... I, I I just feel like his verse doesn't have direction, which... That's fair. This is a Twisted song, so that's already a, some of a stretch. Just yeah. based might on, be less based focused on than they, Monoxide, though. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like He doesn't have the same focus as the rest of the track goes as... Madrox and Monoxide did. And I'm assuming, like, that he obviously wasn't in the studio with them, like, writing the verse or whatever. He probably just, you know, wrote his, recorded it, and then sent it their way. Yeah. Um, that said, I mean, it's not like it turned out like bitches, but... <laughs> it should've. <laughs> God. Uh, I, I want to hear... I, I, I would love to hear E-40 just... <laughs> Especially just in his voice. Just go off for, for three hours. Yes. Just random ooze everywhere. <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> Don't talk about bitches. I'm fucking up. <laughs> Who knew that Goofy was already in the rap game? Hashtag release the, release the E40 cut. <laughs> if someone ever got around to doing goofy covers of rap songs, it would literally just be E40. <laughs> <laughs> so in reality, the someone um the someone cover of uh Bring Me to Life is really just uh it's E40 cover. It's E40 singing Evanescence. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> let's move on unless <laughs> you got anything else no I think I'm good <laughs> alright track number 9 this is The World Is Hell time, weather, and I'm just gonna get out of the way now. Too many of these songs have fucking intros. Holy meaning that the devil sings and 
praise on broken wings, I'm not a new thing Consummated out of faith, I've been assembled and created by all of the things you hate I'm uncontrollable, but still I get the last laugh I got your president's head inside my garbage bag Be alarmed everybody cause the bird's out My last warning was last year, the word's out I take revenge for the American youth If I bomb all your campaign boots from house roofs And that's the truth, there's only twist it can tell Make sure it's all covered cause the world is hell So this is technically a remix. That's what I hear. Yes. Uh, apparently, this was on the... It. Yeah. Um, th- this was uh, on the Green Book sampler, and there's a different uh, final verse that has Jamie Madrox on it, but they got it changed um, because they got Esham on here. Apparently, um, Twisted uh, was trying to get a guest feature with Esham since they were House of Crazies. And for some reason, just never panned out, and they finally got to because guess what? Esham is on the label now. <laughs> so, <laughs> what better time than then? Yeah. Um. Awesome. So, uh, this this track, this track is very real. Yeah, kind there's, of. <laughs> there's there's a lot of shit in here that's like, I get what you're saying. The world is hell. <laughs> Monoxide, anytime you do want to behead a president and keep their head inside of a garbage bag, you can feel free to do that. I'm not advocating anything. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, this, this, uh, the, the title is very self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jamie, in his verse, alludes to the media reinforcing behavior like in like, you know, young kids grow up, uh, you know, with surrounded by, by violence in general, like by the world. And then it's, it's kind of just solidified in their minds by what they see on TV. However, I have a feeling that he would never, uh, apply that analysis to the music that he puts out ever. Just, I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> I mean, that's that's exactly what you know. We talked about um, like with the that ICP interview that they did with uh, yep. with O'Reilly or whatever. Oh yeah. You know, we're we're not telling you to go and and kill people or blah blah blah. Like, oh yeah, we have a responsibility to to these fans or whatever. But don't. Well, they said they didn't. <laughs> no, they yeah, they don't have a responsibility. Rather. But whenever it chooses a scapegoat or whatever, like that's the problem or, yeah. or some shit. Like again, it's this just all an, comes an down to a thing of... where uh, where anybody will point towards they they will acknowledge that media does in fact influence people and it can reinforce uh, certain things. But then, like as soon as that's pointed at them, they're like, "I don't know what you're talking about." No, it's. No. <laughs> it's like come on. You you got to you got to be oh. able to acknowledge some shit. No, not at all. Not at all. You, 
you you can't point at the media and say you got to take responsibility and then whenever someone says well you do too be like what <laughs> what's what's responsibility that's that thing i give away whenever i step into the booth yeah <laughs> nailed it <laughs> i was just amused by that yeah it's that's it's definitely worth noting i got nothing else on this one this is not a track i listen to a <laughs> No, often <laughs> really. So yeah, let's I mean, uh, let's move on to track ten. Track Nicotine. 10. Fuck it. I'm gonna talk over this one. Okay. This is the first of two solo tracks on this uh, album, and this one hasn't really aged well. <laughs> uh, Shmeeb just uh, shoved his uh, his notes into the uh, into the phone, and uh, what, what was it that you had written on there? He smoked, and that's why this hasn't aged well because he has since stopped smoking and only vapes. Congratulations, Monoxide. It's even funnier because, like, he did release a solo album the year after this, and it's just called Chainsmoker. <laughs> so, there's nothing else special on this. Uh, it's a guys, very short don't track. smoke. Don't smoke, and if you do smoke, try and quit. And yeah. I understand that it's difficult, but hopefully uh, you can do it. Up next. This is track 11, You Don't Want to Be Like Me. did you have on your notes bud uh they kill <laughs> also i will note in this that they they give a bit of a nod to their their characters in the pendulum uh mentioning their aversion to to light alternatively oh, yeah. they're just talking about being vampires so i don't know yeah pretty much <laughs> um I, I i don't know you, you, you don't want to be like it doesn't seem so bad I don't know. I'd be I'd be cool with some of that stuff that they can do. <laughs> I would like to float. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Levitation would be pretty cool. This one is is pretty cool as just like them trading off every other line basically. That, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, we don't honestly at, like at this stage of their career, we don't have a lot of that. And we we have said before 
trade-offs are pretty cool when they're done right. Yeah. And they and... do... I mean, like, this one, because it's just, you know, very short lines and they're not... They're not trying to tell a very long story or anything like that. They're just, you know, kind of typifying monster tropes and stuff. Yep. And that's it. Like, they, they get two, two quick lines to do that and then pass to the next person. And that's... <laughs> It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a very solid track. Um, I feel like I've probably heard this at, at shows before. There's a lot of tracks on here that I've heard at concerts, to be completely honest. I, I feel like this one is one that they definitely should do. I, I think I, I, I wouldn't think I've heard I wouldn't it. say like it's a staple, but I feel like at some point it could be it could be, you know, fl- flipped flipped in the uh, in the uh in the track listing here and there, in the set list, rather. Yeah, yeah but I'd, I'd have it, like, on a... It, it would be one of those ones, like, I figure there are some songs that you would have on rotation, so to speak. Right. You know, like, you you'd, you have these songs where it's like, I'm just going to keep rotating these ones out, and, right. you know, every once in a while oh, people want to hear them. They're we, not staples. We did, this track last, we did this track last tour, let's take it out and switch in this one, or whatever. Yeah, it's not like a Rock the Dead, where you, you have to do it oh, every yeah, time. Oh, yeah, you have to. <laughs> like, like, on this... On this album, there are at least, let's see, I'm just looking through one, um, see, I've heard out of the 20 tracks on here, I've probably heard about half of them at concerts. Damn. Um, probably at least two of them are almost always played, though. Um, so it all depends. I guess it depends on the theme of the tour as well, so. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, anything, anything else in here? I do not have anything else. This one's uh, this one's pretty straightforward. <laughs> yep. All right. Up next. This is a big track. It sure is. Let's move on to track number twelve. <laughs> serial, serial killer. killer. What is it about a serial killer that attracts you and makes this music that you can't chop in an axe to? Taking you back through a hallway to a black room. No walls or ceilings, just doorways to pass through. You choose. Chainsaws are always nice, but razor blades and knives are way more precise when it comes to cutting. This shit here is an odd, and we finish what we start. That's what separates us apart from other motherfuckers. Not saying no names, but the mother motherfuckers. Hey, Say I'm sick, too sick. Well, how sick do you get when you see a chest without a butcher knife buried in it? Wait a minute, give me an axe. I wanna smash your rib cage in half. But every time you laugh on all behalf of you, let me get another chance to redefine the mind of a serial killer. Hey, serial killer. Hey, I got This fucking song is so good, but they're still killers. (laughs) But somebody else is too. Are you? Do you have a timestamp for me? I do. I was hoping you would. Go to one fifty-seven. The motherfucker you're loving, I hate, but in the midst of fuck with Bill Miller's Trust your bitch, will jock your trip with shock for pistol cock This the shit to knock A miracle gorilla, the juggler's a man is who was psychopathic I rap and we set the game free Killer, killer, the pillar, banana fan, I feel a nigga with a millimeter with the infrared pain Oh, my God So yeah, that's uh, Tech 9 Tech 9, okay, so this is actually one of the first things I ever heard Tech Nine on. Nice. Um, yeah, 
this, uh, this is a pretty good one. He he is fucking dope. He's so, in, uh, he's out. Like it is, yeah. and it's really good. <laughs> so apparently, um, they didn't know about Tech Nine until they were, I guess, t- um, it might have been whenever they were touring for. Um, trying to think it might have been for like mirror mirror whatever they were doing like in-store appearances mm-hmm. and they were in kansas city and uh, saw like posters of tech nine uh at like the record store they were at or whatever and were like they ended up i think meeting him there uh, and uh they they linked up to do the track what's unfortunate is this is he has a very very short verse yeah and apparently because that's not the full verse oh really he did record a full 16, but somehow half of it got lost, and oh, nobody knows why shit. or how. And that's why Madrox comes back in after his verse with, oh. honestly, one of the most iconic lines of a Twisted song ever with oh. the Axe's family. Oh. That has gotten referenced so much, like, ever since then. But no, Tech, like, despite only having half a verse, such a fucking good verse. It's really um, good. His the first line of "Who's the real killer?" Mm-hmm. That is actually a direct reference to so a song Angelic, from yeah. from Angelic. Um, like, it's so, it's so fucking good. <laughs> it's so good. Like, I, I, it is. I don't think I've I've understated that I do enjoy Tech Nine's music a lot. He's good. Like, oh man, O three Tech Nine too. Like, mm. the the style of O three Tech was was different than what it is now um for sure and, and like you know he is like whether it's smooth on that verse too like it's oh, it's fucking so slick fucking dope um and thankfully this is not the last time that we will hear tech nine on a twisted track nice um also that hook, because i really like that hook yes uh we have lots of references to um serial killers well no no, no but i'm saying like they they directly take lines from other twisted songs uh, when he, uh, when you have Ma- uh, Madrox saying K-I-double-L-A, that's from Maniac Killer, from Freak Show. Oh, okay. I'll be the Maniac K-I-double-L-A. And then, uh, Monoxide, uh, Fruit Loop Out of My Mind Like Godzilla, um, is from Secondhand Smoke. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they literally just, like, sample their own tracks for that chorus. <laughs> um, but this is a fairly short track, I think it's just under three minutes long. Oh, it's, um, it's quick, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is one that I hear at concerts a lot. God, it would have been so cool if they if they got to perform this with Tech Live. Yo. Oh, that would have been so cool. It'll never happen. But, you know, whatever. It's still it's a fucking great song. It's so good. Uh, all right. Ready to move on? Yeah. Up next. All right. Marsh Track 13. Suck my 
track uh we have some guest vocals on there you heard in the chorus can i guess can i guess can i guess can i guess because i saw a list of the people who were on it and i think i might know who this one was it's like diamond on this one (laughs) that's totally like diamond (laughs) (laughs) um and we also get a guest verse uh at the end from violent j indeed uh so this could have been holy crap jeez oh you know vehicles driving what are you gonna do uh um this could have been a good premise for a horror movie i think so yeah like i i would have been all for this three murder tales from a lagoon that people dump bodies in yes and uh and it's it's really cool and atmospheric like the sound of it is really fucking cool it's got like this chill laid back sound to it but it's like it's engaging and uh all three of them are very good at like kind of painting the picture of what's going on. I will say that I had never paid attention to Monoxide's verse until I was doing my notes and holy fuck. Yeah. He's the one who actually has a reason for doing this shit. (laughs) Like Madrox's character does not state why he kills the prom queen. Violent J's character is just, uh, I'm getting pissed off at everything. I need to, like, somebody's going to die. Yeah. And the fact that he he says in there, like, you know, I keep telling somebody I'm going to kill somebody. And, you know, nobody thinks anything of it until I finally do. He's just a you know, donut kills, guy. Yeah, he, he kills a prostitute. But Monoxide, for one of the first times, I think, and this is not, again, <laughs> a, a knock on Monoxide. It's just, I think that. A lot of times Monoxide does more, uh, from what we've seen, like more generalized verses, but his has a lot of focus. Um, he is a victim of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. And the premise of his verse is killing the person who wronged him. Um, he also goes over how he tried opening up to multiple people over time and they kind of brushed it off. But he could not, which very valid. Yeah. Um. Holy shit! Like I said, I never actually like sat and listened to the lyric, like the words for his verse, um, until these notes. And holy shit, is that powerful? Like big fucking deal. Um, I have actually seen this song performed once. Really? And I don't remember how it went. 
Um, the reason I say that is because they performed it on the American Psychos tour back in 2011. Um, and the reason I don't really remember much about it is because we were just getting ready to, um, uh, they were setting us up to do the, uh, the Fago Armageddon because it was one of the last songs they did. Um, so I just remember that there were people up there, like there were, I think there were like hooded figures on the, uh. <laughs> on the stage too, but yeah, Violin J and, and twisted up there doing their thing. It was interesting. Like yeah. I said, I just don't remember how else it went. Like, I don't remember if I enjoyed it. I think I got to really pay attention because everybody was like, Oh, you gotta go to this place. And then if it was go this time on, and blah, blah. And we're like, okay, yeah, sure. We're going to go and fucking throw two liters of people. <laughs> um, and, uh, as mentioned, Violin J is on this track and he has a solid verse for the norm of the, per the norm of this era. Yeah, it's it's still solid. He does a lot of good storytelling verses. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, from, that's, from about o two to o five or so. I that, th- that's that's kind of his his bread and butter, and he's he's good at telling yeah. stories. Atmospheric, indeed. So got nothing else on Mershlegern. Nah, up next, Bobby's track fourteen. Dad. Bobby's dad. Hey, but Bob. The way, don't like the way, don't like the way you I'm just gonna imagine that it's not like playing on your end and you're pretending. So this track is based on a real person that they knew growing up, apparently. Allegedly. 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 The the father of one of their kids that they used to live near, apparently. That's what I that hear. That is what it sounds like. Um, so, uh, Madrox does more of the rocking, and Oxide does more of the rapping. Yes. Um, and it's... It, this one's it, it's interesting. Um, I've heard this one at concerts too, Strange. which is yeah. This is a weird one to hear. Um, this is like the most direct song we've heard about like spousal abuse. Um, so something about this track. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say this. <laughs> Y'all, y'all can make of it what you will. Monoxide's verse in this sounds really similar to some stuff that they would write in their own voice. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just saying. I calls them as I sees them, and what I sees here is yeah, I mean, not all of it, but some aspects of it very much so. I guess it's it's one thing of like if this is based on you know something that actually happened like a, a kid that they knew their that you know that kid's father was abusive or anything like that. 
I'm sure that they wouldn't have seen everything, and so they right. just have to obviously uh, put oh, yeah. another kind of perspective on it. Absolutely. And if that's unfortunately the first thing that comes to mind, you know, that's that's what they're going to write, and that's going to make it seem more real. Yeah. So again, not hopefully none of that is real, <laughs> right? But. You know, there's only so much we can do whenever I don't think it's ever been said that this is or is not based on fact. Yeah. Uh, it's purely speculation. Well, I'm just I'm just saying, like, whenever they, whenever they talk about, like, relationships and stuff in other songs, it, it has that same vibe to it. Oh, know? no, no, I agree. And the, the things that they say in them, I'm like, mm, there's a parallel to be drawn here. I understand, but there's a parallel to be drawn here. No, yeah. <laughs> In, in the way that you speak, just not for anybody else, but on your own in your own voice. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that totally makes sense. I, I get what you're coming from. Uh, it is really weird, though. The song, like, is, is generally... It, it's heavy for the majority of it. And then we have that weird, like, breakdown. Yeah, it's the break in the middle um, of it. And then comes back into the hook. At the and end. then it just goes heavy again. Like... It's almost like they wanted a song that was going to be, like, radio play available. But subject-wise, this is not for it. Yeah, it ain't going to make it. <laughs> um, but this is probably the first time in, um, I think it's, like, the first time in the album where we really get, like, more of the rock influence that Twisted are akin to do. Um, you know, sprinkled throughout their albums, but it is not the only one. It's not the heaviest. So we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. Ready to move on? I'm ready. Track 15, Hydro. Smoking hydro, feeling fine, slow sipping on wine, wine, yeah, good old wine. Hydro, yeah, should've been told you, living proof soldiers, winos, so come on like a split dog, and it better be that hydro. Now all these people wanna smoke some weed with Twisted And see if we really smoke all that's listed From bubblegum to super skunk, one to five Even smoke a little bit of some shit they call the beehive I've been to Europe and made Amsterdam cry Cause me and Matt Truck straight smoked them hoes dry I'm like, fuck G, don't even hit the bong And I did 30 days of drinking clean all with Tommy Strong I shot a movie with the guy from Half Fake He didn't smoke, but he was funny, so I guess he's only half fake So rake some seeds out your weed, I'm not smoking That shit you about to roll up to me, don't even look, poke And I ain't choking off your stems and seeds And why does everybody say they smoke more weed than me? It's not a race, it ain't no contest, win or roll the weed up Think about that and keep the tree up I call for the green-ass weed with no seeds To the boogie that I'm making motherfuckers long bleed Smoke down and the car came free Everybody wanna smoke with me, smoke with me. Some of the boys with the free roll, what's in the air? Bumpin' this like we don't care. Come and smoke with me. Dirty pills violated again. I'm in the system and I just can't win. Come and smoke with me. 
You twist the script, it is the mission What we hitting is the chronic bleed Script the spit your day Are you choking, coughing up a lung? Better go run and get you some Roll it in the blind or we can rip it from a bone It's the potent that ain't kick me up And help me keep my rhyming focus I'm being this Alright I just really so, like the way that he jumps into that It's fucking good as hell So that was uh, Lazy Bone Of the group Bone Dogs and Harmony They uh, twisted Linked up with them when they were on the Wraith tour because uh, they were touring with ICP. Yeah. Um, or I don't know if that was the Wraith tour. It might have been the Wraith tour. I think that's that's what it was. Um, but apparently, like they would uh, they would hang out, and uh, especially Lazy Bone was was super cool with Twisted. Uh, they would smoke a lot, and <laughs> they decided to make this song together. Uh, this is technically also a remix. Um, the original version did not have Lazy Bone on it. There was a, I think, second verse uh, by Madrox on it um, that did not get released officially until a long time later, I believe. But um, I love the, uh, the the callouts that Monoxide does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, uh, that Cheech does not smoke. Nope. Um, that they tried smoking with Harlan Williams whenever they were on the set of Big Money Hustlers, but he doesn't <laughs> smoke despite being half baked. But he is funny. Uh, but he's funny, so only he's only half, half fake. fake. <laughs> um, I've I've said this before. Weed songs are not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard them do this one at concerts many times, and. Props to getting Lazy Bone on a song. Yeah. But I think that Twisted have better smoking songs than this one. <laughs> That's just my opinion. I just like Lazy you... Bone's rap style in this. Oh, this yeah. I mean, it... <laughs> do you know where else he he raps like that? No. Every other Bone Thugs and Harmony song. <laughs> nice. I'll have to listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, go and check out uh, Crossroads, which everybody knows, and also the song um, "Home," which samples uh, Phil Collins. It's oh. super good. All right. Yeah, it's super fucking great. Get around. Um, to it. Yeah, it's funny because I don't. I, <laughs> I think I don't know if I've ever heard like Lazy Bone and any other stuff like on his own. Crazy Bone's the one I've heard on much more stuff. Mm. Uh. Not so much lazy bone, but that's that's beside the point. They were pioneers of the chopping style, especially because they could do it with harmony, which was super super big. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I- I'm indifferent to this song personally. I I hope that y'all enjoy it, and if you do, you don't get mad that I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the end of this track. There is a skit. There is a skit. Uh, do you have the, the yes, time stamp? Because I do. Yeah. Let's give a listen. It's the best part of the song. <laughs> hey! Hey, lady! Hey, do you know where I can get some weed from? Where the fuck are you, man? I don't fucking know, man. Hold on a second. I got an angle. Hey! Hey! Do you know where I can buy some big weed? Buds! Get down! Get away from that cow. Leave him alone. He's fine. He can fight for himself. Where can I get weed from? <laughs> This leads right into I, Frankenstein. I just want to point out that when when uh, when they're doing skits, 
Jamie does a very good job of sounding like authentic and natural. <laughs> like I could picture him being in this situation and him talking exactly like that. Yeah. He does that I think better than anybody else on the label. <laughs> anyway, Frankenstein. God damn it. <laughs> Still got it. <laughs> it's worse because I can't even see it. <laughs> like, it'd be one thing if I could be like, oh, well, the time's wrong. It's great. I didn't have to put in any of the work to trick you because you don't see it until it starts playing. <laughs> it's literally you... just it says Edgar Winter, Frankenstein. I didn't have to change the name. I didn't have to do anything. I love this song. Anyway, uh, Frankenstein. I'm not a clone, I'm a Frankenstein. guest on this. There's a guest on this. Do you have the timestamp? No. 16. This is a get, new member we, to the psychopathic family. We get this rando guy called Colton Grundy. Yeah, he sounds familiar. He sounds eerily like this other guy that we heard before. He's never been on anything to my knowledge. No, not at all. I haven't heard him on anything. No. So, I, whenever I was doing some, some looking up on this, what it sounds like is... When Twisted was starting Magic Records, mm -hmm. and one uh, Blaze Ya Dead homie in his retirement yeah. was going to also go over with them and start anew as Colton Grundy. That's the same name as this guy. Yeah. He was going to steal someone else's rap name? He totally was. <laughs> Blaze. 
I've stuck up for you a lot. We've we've been through so much throughout these years. They sound real similar, though. Like maybe maybe they're maybe they're related. Could be brothers. Yeah, that could be. Hmm. We'll blaze your twin, homie. No, but um, uh, that's what, that's what somebody somebody mentioned online, which might be the case. I don't know if it actually is or not. Um, that, yeah. But yeah, uh, this is the first time where we see, um, and it happens on some other albums in the future, where anytime that Blaze is featured, um, it goes, it, it writes him in as Colton Grundy. I don't do that on any of my stuff because guess what? That's just annoying. <laughs> if yeah. I want to hear a song that's got Blaze on it, it's going to say Blaze, whether it's Colton Grundy or not. That, that's um, a tough thing. Like some some people will will change names for a variety of reasons, and it just makes it really obnoxious to try and organize music like that. Oh, for sure. That's why I got really mad whenever Chris Calico stopped going by Big Chris Calico. <laughs> so then I had to remove Big from everything. Um, also, Monoxide Child. I don't think goes by Monoxide Child anymore. It's just Monoxide. Yeah. And and then there's me where I'm like, no, you're some Monoxide Child. You have two names, Jamie Masher. (laughs) Don't talk to me or my monoxide child ever again. (laughs) Um, But anyways, this song itself is basically saying, we're not ICP copies. Yeah. This song, more than almost any of the other ones, has been interppreted as a diss to ICP. Yeah. Yeah, It's not, though. No, especially I mean, when Monoxide has a line in there basically saying Violent yep. J told us that whenever we came on like this is what you gotta do or whatever like again we said it earlier in the episode this this is a stage where Twisted are really able to have their own identity whether you want to look at them as you know ICP clones or whatever they're not because yeah. Clearly, they're able to do their own thing. They they like, are. It helps the, that they've gotten the the fan base of ICP, but to also keep them is totally different. And there's probably at this point people who are fans of Twisted, but not fans of ICP. Yeah. So yeah, they they are the collective inspiration of the things that they like. They're not just you know clones of one of those things, right? And. They're that's definitely Blaze, not ICP clones. <laughs> that's and that's why Blaze's line is even funnier. Like, if they're clones, then what am I? <laughs> yeah. Also, speaking of that, um, Jamie drops a line about nobody writing his raps for him, and <laughs> Jamie Blaze is right there. You don't gotta fucking dunk on him like that. <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> you don't gotta allegedly dunk on him. We like don't. That. We don't know. We don't. It's not been proven. He's he's right there. He's right next to you in the booth, and you're just you're just dissing him to his face. Damn, it's better than behind his back, I guess. That's that's rough. We don't know that for sure. <laughs> it's just just been hinted at. Allegedly, purely it's speculation. Purely speculation. <laughs> Speculation has it. <laughs> no, before to go away. <laughs> Your yeah, song me, was eight tracks ago. Yeah, meet me and Twisted. We cool. That's <laughs> uh, more like yeah, me and Twisted. We cool. <laughs> Thank you, Cookie Monster. 
<laughs> Twisted <Spot>. give cookies. <laughs> we cool. <laughs> Okay, now, so if Blaze is the cookie monster of psychopathic records. I okay. think, um, I okay. think uh, Jamie and Monoxide are Bert and Ernie. Are they? I don't know. <laughs> I would have put that as, as Jay and Shaggy. I want Monoxide to be Oscar. I guess that's... <laughs> which one is which, though? Is, is Shaggy Ernie just constantly annoying the Bert that is Jay? <laughs> No, it's the other way around. It's the other way around? Okay. <laughs> Shaggy's the one who's got his head on his shoulders. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so then wait, what would Madrox be? Ooh. Um, he's Grover. He's Grover, Because he yeah. can be super Grover. <laughs> he's the one who likes all the superhero shit. We figured this out. So, so who's Monoxide? Can you tell? Oh, Monoxide's Oscar. Oscar. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's, 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 he's grouchy. grouchy. Yeah. He's definitely that, yeah. Can you tell me how to get... <laughs> Uh, One more. Who's Psychopathic Street? <laughs> um, let's see. Tell us who you think ABK is in 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 Sesame Street. He could be Elmo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't That's know it. why, <laughs> but maybe he can. Be, maybe he can be Elmo. I don't know. Is there any one of the Muppets who has a lisp? I don't think so. Does Snuffleupagus have a lisp? No. Oh. Um. Fuck. Snuffleupagus <laughs> is actually pretty. Uh, like he he's he's got good enunciation. He just has like a drawl. He just draws out his words a lot. I mm. burn. We'll figure this out. Leave your <laughs> leave your psychopathic Sesame Street suggestions <laughs> on our social medias. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Track number 17. Everybody dies. Everybody dies! Everybody dies! Patchwork sewn together for dudes from dirt to earth grown in weather conditions of the desert. And everyone's a part of it, some more than others. Sons, daughters, and brothers, lawyers, accountants, and even grandmothers. Newcomers and no faces. Teachers, prostitutes, and preachers Throw your hands to the sky and pray that he can see us Living how we gotta live and doing what we gotta do Praying for another day so we can fight and make it through Some of us are designed for crime, some are designed for rhymes Still we congregate in unemployment lines One of a kind and still kinda strange Same world, same book, it's just we're on another page One of a kind and still kinda strange Same book, same world, just we on another page Come on, we on another page So everybody dies. All right. We have two guest verses on this. Got a timestamp. Oh, you got a timestamp. Go to 230. Drop 
yeah. Let's uh, let's talk for a second. Let's let's do that. So that 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 first one that you heard was Bushwick Bill. Yes, um, uh, famously was, of the Ghetto Boys. He was uh, reading that verse aloud to himself before, uh, like preparing to do his recording. Uh, he did not realize that they were already rolling, and they just used that take. So, um, I can't remember how they how they linked up with uh, with him, but they they got him on the track. He sent them the verse, and they found out that it was not an original verse. Really. He recycled that verse from a song that was two years old. It was two years old, and he could not rap it with more conviction than that. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently they decided that it was better because they paid for it. They figured it was better to just use it since they paid for it as opposed to we just lost the money. Yeah. Um, Apparently the song that it was on was not like a widely released one. Oh, okay. So they were like, well, we'll just put it on here. Um, it does kind of suck that um, they let him put that on there and ABK only got a short verse because, as we found out uh, two episodes ago, ABK is super fucking good. Yeah, he's got a good verse. this would have been better if he just had a full verse as opposed to a half. Um, apparently there was a... There was a minor beef between Twisted and Bushwick Bill because of this, because they were like, why the fuck did you just give us shit that you already yeah, put out? Uh, that wasn't um, even good. His That recording yeah. is awful. Like, it's not great. He's got I actually don't even nothing. know like how Bushwick Bill really raps. Like I've never heard him. The other people in Ghetto Boys, uh, which is Scarface and Willie D, they have like weight to their voices. I, like, I've, they I've heard can them rap, rap before. Yeah. So, I've listened to Ghetto Fantasy. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's it's right. really good. <laughs> but then there's this Bushwick Bill who... Yeah, no. Rest in peace, Bushwick. Anyways. Uh, sorry, I, I believe I interrupted you. Uh, go, go on ahead. Madrox and ABK are fucking on it in this track. They are both really goddamn good. Monoxide yeah. appears to have some beef. With somebody. He uh... says... Quote, you should have never tried to take a stab at us, and you never should have rapped on us. So, I didn't even think about this, but that might be a just a Cottonmouth Kings. Here we are again, okay. So, again, I need to I need to do more looking into when that tour was supposed to happen, um, and who fired the first shot, because um, there is a... Cottonmouth Kings have a... Have a side group called King Spade, which is just two members of the group doing strictly hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause Cottonmouth Kings does, does like rap, but they also do some of the, the rock influence, like punk music style. Um, but King Spade is strictly rap. And one of their tracks, um, has a, uh, has a disc to twisted in it. Oh. But I, again, I can't remember who threw the first shot, <laughs> where it all started. So we'll find out eventually. Um, this is a popular song at concerts. Makes uh, sense. And yeah, a lot of songs on this are very popular. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it, there's a lot of tracks on here that, that make their presence known at shows. They're pretty hype. Like, yeah, 
this this one's just got a good feel to it it fucking mm-hmm. grooves yep and also everybody can like you know you can have a whole crowd yell everybody dies yeah and it'll be cool yep anything else on this one uh nope up Let's next go. track number 18 fat kids yo friends put on a motherfucking beat that we can shake our motherfucking rolls too. Yo. Fat kids, are you with me? Put your motherfucking hands high in the air. Let me see your little chubby digits. It's about to get sweaty in here, y'all. You might want to bring a fan. It ain't easy. Being about 250. When you're 15 years old. That's what real life's about. Hey, yo, fat people are hard to kidnap. So if you're fat and you're all in this bitch, then grab your nutsack. Fat bitches, don't feel left out. Cause you can grab one of these skinny bitches and knock your ass out. Chubby love, showing in your son. Cause it's fat motherfuckers, stay ready however they come. A hungry rapper, cannibal lyricist. I got hunks MCs like you inside my shit. Standing poolside with a t-shirt. Um, yeah, so this is the second of the two uh, solo tracks on here. Arguably the much better one. This is really good. <laughs> I love this track. It's good. It's um, good. I, uh... Promoting body I, positivity. For real. In 2003? Big deal. 2003. Actually, a girl I dated in, uh, in high school who wasn't even a fan of Twisted uh, super loved this song. <laughs> and then they give, uh, he gives shout-outs to... To, to big, uh, big people in rap. Hell yeah! I've... And right here. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> Monoxide used to be fat. <laughs> it's that so track good. is fun. Uh, yeah. who, I, I think that was Fritz who did that one too. I'm gonna double check, but makes sense. I'd be surprised if it wasn't. That was literally the uh, only yeah, note that I had in my in my notes was just the line monoxide <laughs> used to be fat. <laughs> he shouts out grimace <laughs> from fucking McDonald's. <laughs> like Yeah. Just a just a fun track. Like I said, I think that one's a much better one than nicotine. Um but that's that's just me. I like Still, it. I like it a lot. Yeah. It's also it's it's fun. It's it's just good. It's kind of funny because the two uh, they actually um when they did re-release the um the green book through Twisted Shop um you could get one of the bundles had a 7-inch vinyl and it had their two solo tracks on either side uh which I thought was kind of cool because they each had a different um like when you flip the cover like they were each specifically for the songs. Nice. Um but interesting again uh Monoxide's track was called Nicotine Mm-hmm. He has an album called Chainsmoker. Yes. Madrox's has a kid called Fat, uh, a song called Fat Kids, and his eventual solo album was called Fatso. Huh. So, just interesting, I guess you know. Work with what you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm ready to move on. I'm ready. Track nineteen. We're 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 right towards the finish line. Almost done. Chugging through. Hamshabam. Four guys chasing her with axes, and they look fucking possessed without thinking you unlocked the 
hit the gas and she won't stop screaming She keeps praying over and over that she was all by a demon Blood, so much blood it was unreal She go quiet for a second then go nuts and grab the steering wheel Just calm the fuck down, you're scaring the shit out of me I'm gonna take you to the hospital then leave you in the lobby You're gonna be fine, sidewiped in my blind side By a deuce in a corner with one headlight just then I looked him right in the face and seen two glowing eyes peering out of a pillowcase. Now what the fuck is that? I think your friends are back. Hey lady, wake up, you're bleeding all over the dash. As I pushed her on the shoulder, she turned around and bit me first. The guys with the axes and now this bitch wants to kill me. We so got quick, us. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna read from from that book with the little notes. Fine. There's one for Hamshbaum, and it says, in the late 1970s, there were three accounts of possession throughout the United States. Two out of the three were immortalized on the silver screen via motion pictures, and now the world will be enlightened on the third. Hamshbaum was or is the name of the entity that possessed a New Jersey woman in her mid 20s back in 1984, turning up quite a scare in the area, leaving one survivor and his story behind. Interesting. Okay. I don't know if that's actually true or not, but... It could be. I could... I can't really look it up. Actually, looking it up, you don't really find anything except for this song, so... Right. I have to lean towards... Probably not. Who knows? (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah, this is a really, really good fucking story rap. Yes. As far as painting a picture in somebody's head, this one is, like, fucking there. Mm -hmm. Um, It's good as hell. I, I do have one complaint about the storytelling in it. Okay. It, it's very, very minor. But it starts off where uh, Madrox is saying that he's painting it as you're the one in the situation. Yeah. And then midway through his verse, it shifts to where, like, they're the ones in the situation. Like, it's all through one perspective at that point on. Like... Madrox and Monoxide's verse is all literally just one person describing yeah. the situations. But the very beginning is making it to where you're the one in it, and then it just changes. That just kind of irks me a little bit, but <laughs> that's me being very nitpicky um, on an otherwise very fucking good song. For sure. Um, very popular at concerts. Uh, that chorus, people go nuts over it. Um, also, it, yeah. a very, very creepy like premise and would be super dope for a movie. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Hollywood, go ahead and hit up Twisted and make the Amsha Bomb movie. <laughs> um, I saw somebody on uh, on Twisted History's uh, Instagram saying that the four people who are running at the uh, the car that, uh, that Madrox lets the woman into uh, apparently is a reference to SWK. Which is the Samhain Witch Killers. Huh. Uh, given that no things from SWK had come out at that point, I don't know how true that is. Um, SWK, again, was meant to be kind of a, a rebirth of um, House of Crazies with uh, Twisted and the ROC. However, yeah. it seems like it was also going to add Blaze Your Dead Homie. But. Again, in 2003, I don't 
recall if they were really doing anything with ROC at the time. If and if so, it might not have been until a little bit later in the year. Um, and I also don't know if Blaze was in the picture for SWK at that point. I know it happens later on, but I don't know if that was really what they were intending at that point. So maybe that's just a, a reach for uh, that. I don't know, but that's what I got. Overall, though, Hamshabam, fucking dope track. Really good track, yeah. Super fucking dope. All right. Got anything else? I do not. All right. This is it. Last track. This, this how are they going to how are they going to end it? How are they going to close this track? Track number 20. Dark darkness. do they end you ask with extreme they butt and by rocking the fuck out <laughs> rocking the fuck out uh this track was actually sent to radio stations i could see that yeah um this would have played I, on the x this this totally could have played on the x <laughs> like i know that this did get played on um Oh, what is it like the eighty nine nine or whatever the hell? It's like it's like a real popular one in uh, in the Detroit area, but it got played pretty heavily on there. Um, and you can actually there. find you can find like singles of this on eBay, but they are fucking expensive. I can see um, that, yeah. But yeah, this track, big fucking ending, and this makes oh, yeah. me wonder again. Um, we we know about the scrap. Uh, black magic project and this despite being like obviously about two years after black magic would have come out uh, one or two years after this would have been at the forefront of it i have i, I feel um we have the live drums by little pig from sug island on there yep, yep. um i there was additional guitars but i don't recognize the name so marco brushstein okay you see that on there yeah. um they're listed under drums on Genius, but I was like, no, Lil Pig is definitely the drummer on this. He does not right. play guitar. He might. I don't know. So, this there's, was actually there's some meant... good soloing going on over oh, every single hook dope. and uh, its own just guitar solo in the middle of there, which I was like, this is what I wanted out of some Zug Island. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I only got one. <laughs> this um, isn't a Mike P solo, but it is a solo from a pretty good guitarist. Mm -hmm. So, apparently, there was supposed to be a guest on this. Oh. Aside from all the ones that they had. I'm talking a dedicated rock guest on here. Oh, like a separate, not, not psychopathic affiliate? Not psychopathic. I'll give you three guesses. 
Ooh, um, this is 2003. 2003. Uh, and again, this is a legend. This is what I got from Twisted History, so okay, take it with a grain of salt, but I've heard of this. I'm guessing it's somebody of the era. Somebody who was like in that time, like big in the in the 2000s. Yeah, a, b- a big name. I got to say like like an Adam Gontier. <laughs> not Adam Gontier. It's not Adam Gontier. Okay, that's, that's one guess. Uh, God, that would have been cool though. Not like a classic rock figure. Not a classic rock figure now. Okay. Let me think here. Um, I will say this. It's, it would be vocals. It would be yeah, vocals. Yeah, that's what I figured. Right, right. <laughs> Who the fuck was around in 2003, for fuck's sake? Um, and of that s- style, I doubt that they... I, I mean, I'll throw out his name, but I doubt that they would have gone for it, like a David Draymond. No. Or like a like a Solierna. They wouldn't have done it. I don't think they would have done a, a Solierna. Nope. So... Go ahead. Apparently, it was going to be Jonathan Davis. Shit, okay. I wouldn't he have thought... Couldn't. He could nail that chorus, though. He could. It's it's very different from a corn sound, which is why I kind of had him out of the running. But but apparently I their schedules did not match up, and so uh, they weren't able to actually do it. And shit. also, um, I don't know if it was supposed to be meant for this track, but maybe at some other point on this record. Apparently they had also talked to Corey Taylor, oh. but who was down with it, but I guess the record label was like, nah. Yeah, I don't his know. record label or psychopathic? Uh, his. So that would have been Roadrunner, I think. I think they're on Roadrunner. Yeah, I think they were for a time. Yeah, I have no idea. That's but, fucked. Uh, I know, right? Like, but I, I, whenever I was like listening to this, like anyway, record the way labels that are leeches. Fuck them. <laughs> the way that I was like thinking of the chorus, like the way that Jamie sings the chorus on this. And hearing that Jonathan Davis could have been on it, I was like, yeah, I could definitely hear Davis's voice on it. Um, I could hear it a little bit. Yeah, uh, it, it would It would been... be a weird mix, I think, for me, personally. Like, I, I, can't, I can't quite hear it, but, like, eh, it, it would be a thing. It would yeah, be I good. Mean, He's a good vocalist. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, I, like, I, stylistically. I, I, I guarantee, I guarantee, if that, if that is really what would have happened, what the plan was... And it did happen, radio, instantly. Oh, Fucking almost instantly. Definitely. Like, without question. This song has no cursing in it at all, so you don't have nope. to have a, really a radio edit. And it's not super long, so it's still in that, like, nice, like, Oh, it's uh, 323. It's, yeah, that's perfect. That's radio play right there. Yeah, uh, anything, I, under, anything under 430, I believe, is, is what they typically wanted for radio. Um, yeah. Closer to 330 you got, you were fucking golden this this is um, like it's this one is like engineered to be a radio hit oh for sure and if if for they sure. would have gotten literally any of the any of the people that we mentioned <laughs> <laughs> it probably would have done like maybe not sully or not i don't know if that would have had yeah, as much uh, pull but like a david draymond would have had some pull adam gonche would have had some fucking pull that's the only reason apocalyptica has their fucking name anywhere oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it is. <laughs> but yeah, what 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 else would have been big at this time? Results may vary would have not been out yet. I think it came out a couple months later. Hmm. But I wouldn't have put Fred Durst on. This. <laughs> 
Could have gotten the guy from Flaw. <laughs> Flaw was fucking dope when I listened to that record. I only listened to the Through first the Eyes play. is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. So, we end on a big fucking rocker. A yeah. big fucking rocker. Mm-hmm. And that's the Green Book. What are your thoughts on this record, dude? It's pretty good. I can see why it was like such a big fucking thing, you know, like I I can understand like why this was like a big deal for them after Mm -hmm. uh, like they have good stuff on their previous albums. I don't think they have anything that is quite as consistent. Yes. As this album is like, this is one that I mean, like, I don't know if I would necessarily listen to it front to back, but I Mm -hmm. could. It's a very easy listen. It doesn't feel like it drags at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the hour that it takes, it just fucking goes. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I was doing my notes listen and I was like, I didn't realize how fucking long it took me to do that because right. it just you don't notice like it. It runs very well. Nothing overstays its welcome. Nothing's dragging in it. It's just it's fucking good. And mm-hmm. it's pretty well sequenced as far as I'm concerned, like the. You know, I do think that the beginning a is a little bit weird, but it is weird. I think on the other end is a very weird opening track to have. Um, mm. I can't think of what else they would go with. Maybe just switching it with white trash could do a thing. That's but, a strange but, one, but like, you know, overall, starting off right with "Afraid of Me" would <laughs> would have worked as well. Uh, I don't know about that. It could. It's a little bit the tone of it might be might not be as good for like an opener. I think they wanted something to like bust out the gate on it, which right. I think they still did well. Oh it's yeah. Just again, the the tone of on the other end is just strange to me. Right, um, right. But yeah, no, I mean, it's a it's a solid album. And also, the fucking guests that they got on this were really big. fucking good. Yeah, big for like the they, time. They had a very like they had an excellent bunch of guests on this like Mm -hmm. i was kind of surprised to see all of them (laughs) and i think what's what's a good thing too is i mean out of uh 20 tracks we have one two three four five six seven eight guest features Mm -hmm. um but none of them i think overstay their welcome no i think all of them do their best to enhance what's going on with the rest of the song with the exception of bush uh, bushwick bill and to a much lesser extent, E40. I, like I said, yeah. I think his just seems a little bit out of place. But, I mean, that's a feather in the cap of Twisted. Hey, we got E40, one of you know the pioneers of you know that style of rap. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, honestly. It's awesome for him. This is like, you know, if, if you look at um, like what ICP did with mm-hmm. um, Amazing Jekyll Brothers. Mm-hmm. This is not the same thing. No. ICP went for big names that can draw attention to their album. Mm-hmm. Twisted got people who like they wanted wanted to be on the album and yeah. are very close to what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, like Tech 9, he's still in his wheelhouse. Uh, <laughs> Lazy Bone, it's very... they got him for a weed track. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Colton Grundy, think... whoever the fuck he is. He knows what he's talking about on on his track. Yeah, he he must have some some knowledge. Um, yeah, I, I, looking looking on this record, um, 
I think it's great that they managed to get the rights to this album to re-release it on a national level. Um, cause for a very long time, this album was hard to, uh, to acquire. Um, fun fact, the one that I have was actually the second one I've bought because the first time I ever bought the copy of the green book was, uh, for a friend of mine for his birthday because he couldn't find it anywhere. And I managed to find it on Amazon, bought it for him and he was super hype. Um, and then I managed to order one as well a couple months later and it took so long to get to, uh, to get delivered to me <laughs> that I, um, I messaged them like way, like a, about a week or so after I should have gotten delivered. Like, Hey, you know, I haven't gotten it back. I haven't gotten it in yet. And they're like, we're, we're sorry. Um, it should be here by this day. When this day showed up, I emailed them like two days later. I gave them more time. Oh, I was like, Hey, I still haven't gotten it. And they're like, we apologize. We're going to issue you a refund. So I got a refund the next day it showed up. <laughs> so my first pressing of the green book that is long out of print uh was free so nice but um i can't remember how how they got the rights to re-release green book because obviously that's owned by psychopathic records right um so they had to obviously acquire it somehow and hopefully they can do that with some more of their records that are um less easily obtained because they do have some some real gems in my opinion but this album deserved a national re-release for the people who couldn't hear it or for people who only stream and could hear some tracks here and there it's a very very well thought out album and it's very important to us history it's this is a, a big stepping point for where they would go from this point on um again with all the controversy aside from it with the uh immediate rise and fall of magic records um to them securing stronger ties and positions in psychopathic records for the next eight years um it's uh it's definitely monumental for their career so as we always do what are your top three tracks and one thing that i want to add from now on with these full lengths so what's a track that you would remove to make oh, it better? We're going to go with that. Okay. I want I want to actually do that from now on. I think that's kind of fun. All right. Well, Serial so. Killer. It's an easy one. You didn't write a Serial Killer. No. no. <laughs> okay. Fuck you, Tech Nine. <laughs> uh, serial Killer. Uh, probably Ham Shabam would be another one I'd throw on there. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a tough one. Uh, there are some pretty good ones. There's some good tracks on here. I'm trying to think of ones that are like like really sticking in my mind because going back to the beginning beginning of it and i'm like on the other end like i remember what it's about but it's just not Mm. in my in my head same like white trash i don't know Uh, afraid of me sticks in my head because it's you know that hook is very infectious um i'm the only one is very good as well uh Mm -hmm. hmm. (laughs) don't eat the microphone oh (laughs) I wish it's y'all could see that. It's like between darkness and maybe like I'm the only one. I'm not sure. Uh, mm. Serial killer, Hamshabam, and I go with darkness. Okay, okay. Get to, get to rock out with a nice solo and stuff. I was gonna cut anything. Um, I think probably wondering why. Hmm. Okay. I can't remember. 
<laughs> hey, let me play a second of it. <laughs> let me turn it up. Skip to like midway in it, yeah. Okay, there's that. <laughs> okay. Oh no, white trash <laughs> is too good, can't remove that. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that one's pretty good, too. <laughs> I'd probably get rid of Bobby's dad, to be honest. Really? Wouldn't okay. really miss it. All right. It's uh, it's uh, it's actually, like, honestly, Bobby's dad, I didn't realize it was three whole fucking minutes. It is longer than it needs to be. Really? For one verse. The fact that it the style in it changes so much, though, um, yeah. I never think of it being that long. So... All right. Um, what do you got? I would. I, I my faves are going to be serial killer, of course. Uh, afraid of me. Okay. And uh, it's 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 coming down between darkness, Hampshire bomb, and I'm the only one. And hmm. I think that it's going to be I'm the only one. With the other two being immediate runners up, <laughs> and I would remove wondering why. Yeah, I, I, I hate, uh, I hate to say it, Mikey Clark, your one chance to shine on here, and it just does nothing for me. Wasn't his fault. No, it's it's not. It's just a it's just a weird song that I have trouble paying attention to. Yeah, but that's, uh, that's the green book. That's the green book. Let us know your favorite tracks. Uh, maybe a track that you don't care for as much and would, you know, remove. Um, Yo, Audio Slave was going in this era. They could have had Chris Cornell. Oh my god. They could have had. Uh, they they could have had a really wicked guitar solo from <laughs> <laughs> from uh, Tom Morello. Tom Morello, thank you. Holy fuck. It's like my favorite guitarist. They could have had Amy Lee. <laughs> There's no female vocals on this at all. That's true. I just realized that. There's like literally nothing except for screaming and hum shabam. Nickelback but, was in 1995. I mean, they were... How have for that long? All the Right Reasons, I think, came out in this uh, uh, in this year. The one that has like photograph and animals like their biggest album i think came out in 03 they could have had nickelback yeah yo had chad kroger on that shit whoa what would he have sung on well on darkness darkness. i don't like his voice for it well i like i like nickelback that's the only one that he's in for that that's that's the only one we've been talking about he could have been on he he could have been on hydro. <laughs> oh my god, I did not know this. What? Oh my god. <laughs> Do you know when Silver Side Up was released? Silver Side Up? Yeah. Uh Is that is that the EP that they made? It's their third album with uh, third How album? You Remind Me. Isn't that like 99 or something? No. It was released in 2001 on September 11th. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! 
Damn. Hero was in 2002. Well, yeah, because it came on Spider-Man soundtrack. Yeah, yeah they could. It's not, techn- it's not even technically Nickelback. Could have had Josie Scott on there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's the thing. is That's not even a, a Nickelback song. I know. I know. But I mean, I'm just because, saying. Because do you, do you know who's on guitars on that song? Someone and is else. also in the video? Someone. I don't know. Uh, Tyler from Theory of a Dead Man. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just going over people who were around in that time, just getting, a, getting a feel for it, because I can't remember when anything happened that long right. ago. So, I'm just, I'm just sitting here, especially when it's music that I wasn't really on. paying attention to back then. Like, if it's nowadays, it's like, oh man, this came out back then. Yeah, Why wasn't was... I listening to it? And then, then there's me who I'm like, oh, well, it was because I was listening to like Britney Spears back then. This was the butt <laughs> I was rock to Eminem era. back then. I know. They I, I, could have had any butt rocker on darkness they could have had three doors but, down man but they could have had jonathan davis they could have had jonathan davis. and that would have been so sick would have been cool by the way um for anybody who does not listen to roach coach go do it because <laughs> they've shouted out twisted on um their episode about um uh, it's the most recent episode that involves head PE uh, for, I think it's oh, broke yeah. or broken, whatever, because I nominated Twisted for the New Metal <laughs> Junk Drawer, which they have the New Metal Canon, which is what's important and should be recognized in New Metal. Uh, their New Metal Junk Drawer is whenever you just need to find something that you're like, oh, yeah, I do have that in here because of the video that Twisted posted of them in the back of their van. Uh, rocking the fuck out to Blind by Corn. Go and check it out. It's the super only dope. song from the first Corn album. That's uh, the only the song. Canon. Yep. Don't put the whole fucking album in there, but definitely put in Blind. You should go remind Roach Coach that they did not put the first Corn album <laughs> in the can. <laughs> Make sure that you do that on their five star review that you put on iTunes. Yes. Um. You know. <laughs> um, if you want to put that on our five star review too, that'd be cool. Yes, Just note that Roach we Coach would did greatly not, appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> also, while letting us know that we still do not like dead body, <laughs> just throw it in there. Just do that. Put Whenever that on you the Roach your, Coach review too. This is this is this is your guide for how to write a five star review. <laughs> Go to Juggalo Judgment on iTunes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Put five stars in the review and then write nice things. And that's how you do it. That is your guideline to to make a review for judgments. You don't gotta though. <laughs> no, but you have to. Oh, I'm okay. telling you. It's gospel. So that's the green book. That is the green book. Mike, we've been talking a lot about them hitting us up with different information. You know, yeah. we're talking about like uh, secret twisted information that uh, we might want to know and uh, yeah. giving us, yeah. uh, you know, talking about what their favorite stuff is. Where could they possibly do that? Do we oh, have they like, do a that on the social media? On the, very, the various social medias. We've got a couple of them. Do we, we have, have a, a Twitter? We do. It's at Juggalo Judgment. Do we have an instagram we do it is juggalo judgment do we have a facebook i don't fucking know do we we might i think it's juggalo judgment oh okay okay but i'm like not if on they facebook. needed to write something really long to us they could send it in a myspace message that's right and where would they send that myspace message <laughs> juggalo judgment at gmail.com 
If you would like to hit us up uh, on our individual uh, social medias, you can hit us up on Twitter. You can reach me at Mike Spawn, the S-E-J. And me at Schmeeve. Uh, fun fact, uh, I was uh, I was chatting with one of our listeners, and uh, they went to like spell your name out, and I was like, you spelled it wrong. So there probably the is time. somebody who's getting a lot of hate. <laughs> and they're just like, I don't even know what juggalos are. I'm so happy. <laughs> I had to specify how to how to spell what your is name. It? But... What, what's dead body, man? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you very much for listening. Um, next episode, I don't remember what it's going to be. I think I do. we is is it the we one I'm thinking? Special guest. We will have the guest for that one, guys. Uh, I'm so excited for our next episode. You have no idea. It's going to be great. Um, it's going to be super fun. Um, we're going to take a trip. I, to 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 a mystical land, yeah, called Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> we're just taking it in our minds, though. No traveling. We're quarantined. No, yeah, we're just stay stay safe. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you very much for for taking the time to listen to us, um, and uh, see you next episode. Yeah. Here we go. Later. Finish. Oh, we got to just see them all out of whack because we're not. It's so weird when we're not in the same room. But uh, yeah. we got to end it like we always end it with all of y'all finishing your Finish fagos. Mine's been empty since like halfway through the episode. Mine has not because it's a fucking two liter. Oh, you got to finish it. Mm-mm. Got an extra drop out of mine. Peace out. Here we go, killer. Hey, I got a